when leaders get that call, do they think the negative? Is, oh, it, is it high 90s? Yes. yes. You know, so like say, we'll say 90%. So like there's a 10% chance this may be a good call. But I'm going into it going, <laughs> there is no way in hell this is going to be a good call. Like this guy is going to say something that he didn't like. Life experiences that are tangled in leadership. This is the 2120 Podcast. You know, we're just two guys that started a podcast over coffee, talking about some of the things that we learned through leadership and business. And we decided to make a show about it, bringing you the insights and experiences that you can apply in your work and in your relationships. But we're so glad you're here because passing life lessons on is a gift we can all benefit from. The phone rings and you're a manager. Ring, 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 ring. And you answer it and the customer on the other end of the phone says, I was in your location over the weekend and where does your, where does your brain go? What do you think? Well, first thought is this, is that somebody's calling to tell me they had a bad experience. Something didn't go right. So I I think out of every, every manager or leader you would ask that that's and set up that same scenario. That's, that's how their, their head goes. Yep. So like here we go. Let me let me get strapped down here because I got to buckle in right now. This is gonna because go it's bad. happened before. <laughs> yeah, it's happened multiple times. And then they say, "I worked with you and your team. We were not wearing masks. So now where does it go? Does now it I'm s- even. Yep. Okay. I'm I'm bracing myself because I'm be- ready to get punched hard. That's right. Like yep. so like they're they're setting up. Hey, I was in your location. Yep. I worked with you and your team. My wife and I were not wearing masks, and you, you you start processing. Ooh, this is this could go bad. Yeah, because I know like our world right now. I know where we're at. I know what's happening around us. This could not. This is this is not going to go good. So, like, what percentage do you think out of a hundred percent when leaders get that call? Do they think the negative? Is oh, it is it high nineties? Yes. Yes. You know, so like say we'll say ninety percent. So like, there's a ten percent chance this may be a good call. But I'm going into it going, there is no way in hell this is going to be a good call. Like this guy is going to say something that he didn't like about my location. And, you know, being in my position, I get to be the one that listens to this and use this as an opportunity for us to teach down the road and make our store better. Okay. Yep. I couldn't believe how amazing your staff was. Oh, so now I got the 10%. Like this is, this is like, this is now me, right? You're like, wait, could you say that one more time? Did I hear that right? Yeah. Like <laughs> it's like the oh, pause. Let me get my recorder out. I need to, I need to record this. Right. No, it was, I want to let you know that we were in your location. We're from Davenport, Iowa. My wife and I were in in your store. Your crew was awesome. I mean, just raved about how great we were. Wow. So talk about ends of the spectrum change in emotions. Like yeah. I'm bracing myself for a possible like train wreck happening in front of me to now the brakes get slammed on and I'm like higher than high, like, holy crap, this is awesome. Tell me more, like what happened? And he's, he just explains to me about how much he loved our store. And he made a comment about our Christian music that we played over the, you know, over the intercom system and how much he loved that. And he's, he's talking about like we nailed it that day. So going from like bracing myself to like now, like this is so awesome and listening. Then he leads with, I am the, 
operator of a Chick-fil-A in Davenport, Iowa. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, oh my gosh, like, this is funny because I'm working with Chick-fil-A in Coralville, Iowa to partner up and do these things. And Chick-fil-A has a freaking ridiculous business. And you know, when you, when you look at their business and our business, they sell chicken, we sell sporting goods, but man, like a lot of our values line up. Like oh, it's, precisely. You know, it's, it's, yeah. it's, it's, a, it's truly a great partnership. Yeah. And he tells me, I want to feed your entire staff. Wow. And I'm like, holy crap. So I stop him and I said, sir, I really appreciate that, but you do not have to do this. Like your phone call today did enough for me to get me excited that I can teach because this was before my teaching on goal setting on Tuesday. Okay. Yeah. I said, I can use this tomorrow. This is fantastic. I, I, I appreciate your phone call. And he's like, no, 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 we're doing this. How many people are on your staff? And I said, well, 270. And there was like this, oh, <laughs> like that's a major investment now. He thought like, you were going to say like, eh, about 60, yeah, 60 we're, yeah, we're running, we're running low numbers. <laughs> no, but like I told him this. And he's like, all right, you know, we're, we're going to figure it out. So I know Andrew and he, Andrew works at the Chick-fil-A in, um, in Coralville. I'm going to partner with him and we're going to make this. I'm like, I know Andrew well, like this is great, you know? Yeah. And um, he goes, I'm going to call him and talk to him. And so he calls Andrew, talks to Andrew, calls me back and says, we're going to take care of it. Let us know when you want us to feed you. And I'm like, holy crap, like this is so awesome. So like, I'm crunching numbers and and like I don't know what they want to do from a food standpoint, but say a, a meal's 10 bucks, 270 times $10 is $2,700 right. that this um, director wants to pour into my team to say we want great customer service. That's super cool. That is very cool. I mean, it's it's cool to the point where it's the, our customer is telling us that they want great experiences and they're willing to invest in us through food. Like they're, I want to pay you. I want to, I want to feed your, your staff to show you that we want this. Our, our community needs more of this. You guys are doing it. We want to reward you. Yeah. It, it's, it's straight up. Absolute appreciation, isn't it? It's really, it's awesome. really cool. It's, it's the paying it forward in one of the largest levels I've ever seen. You know, it's like. $2,700 and that's, it's profit. Like it's coming out of their profit. Like they're figuring this out to, 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 you know, feed my crew. And, um, it was just fun. So I'm telling, I'm talking to this, these, these group of, we call them hardliners and it's my hunting and fishing area. And I'm, I'm, I'm telling him the story and I, I say, you know what, uh, sir, you don't need to do this. Like, I appreciate the phone call. This is all we need. And like two of my hardliners, what? Free food? You can't give away free food. And it's like, we're getting free food and this is going to be great. But like, you could just see like when I'm telling the story to the, my, my team, smiles are popping up on their faces mm -hmm. because they know that their hard work is, is paying off because mm -hmm. uh, nine times out of 10, 90%, you're getting a bad you're getting a bad call because sure. we screwed up. We didn't do this right, which is, you know what? It, it is what it is. But the more we talk about bad experiences, you do have a very, very small percentage of customers that call in that want to be jerks and want to just tell you how bad you suck because they want to they, they want to get one on top of you. But the majority of our customers that call in that want to talk about us screwing something up aren't jerks. They want us to be better, mm -hmm. and they're yeah. they're telling us what they experienced in our store. And I'm a I'm you know I'm a lifetime Shields customer, and uh, I love your location. But today something was different. Mm -hmm. Something about my experience didn't stack up like I'm normal, like like a normal Shields experience. I want you to know about it. 
I can take those and be appreciative of what they just said and make it better. The ones that call in and say, you guys are a bunch of morons, this and that. They start swearing. Like, I'll listen to them. If it gets to a point where it's it's too much, I'll just stop them and say, you know what? No, no more. Like, I'm not listening anymore because you're, you're being very yeah. rude, disrespective. <clears throat> but, you know, like, when they call in and say, I, I saw this. I didn't ex- expect this. I want you to be better. Like, I want to take that and run with it because they're taking time out of their day to either write a letter, to phone call. It's because they care. It is. 100% it is. It's really neat. And what I always leave with, too, is I wish you would have just stopped me before you left, you know, and not not got in your car and drove away and then had to find the number in, in the, on the internet and then call back. Like, find me right now. Like, when you're in my store, grab a manager in white and say, hey, I just saw this. Not what I expect. Just wanted to let you know because that's valuable. The mm-hmm. face-to-face like interaction of like truly like seeing you be like sincere and go, I want you to fix this. We would fix it. So. Because essentially what they're saying is I don't, I'm not going anywhere else until you yeah. fail about five more times. Then I'm probably going to start looking somewhere else. So the next time I come, like, I just want you guys to know here, here's, you're normally a nine out of 10 or you're a 10 out of 10 in my eyes. Today was like a six and it's so obvious, like a six at, at, the other store is about standard. That's yeah. why we don't shop there. So yep. we're coming to your store and gosh, we had a six today. I care about you enough that I need to tell you that. The people that don't want to tell that, um, I, well, here, let me just frame this up slightly different. My friend Mark, uh, who is an executive director for a nonprofit in Cedar Rapids, um, we got him together with another one of my friends and one of my friends had all sorts of really constructive feedback on an event, a small event that we hosted. And so my friend's name is David. David is, is a little nervous, I think, to give some of that feedback. Um, but Mark absolutely craves it. Absolutely craves it. He doesn't take offense. He's not, he's not going to get upset unless you personally attack him. Like, you know, okay, you can press buttons, right? Yep. So we're on this zoom call together and I'm watching Mark and what was so fun watching him take that that feedback, he, he's on his phone. So he gets up and he starts moving around I'm like, okay, is he distracted? What's going on? Cause David's talking yep. Well, he's walking over to his, his uh, whiteboard and he's starting and he's feverishly writing and, and he can just see, um, this really intense emotion start to come up in him. He didn't get down. He just got lit up like in this really in a really positive good way, way. Yeah, in a good way. He was like, this is so helpful. I can't, I, he said, I want to thank you, David, because there are so many times people aren't willing to speak up. They're not willing to give feedback. And he says, I'm going to tell you straight up. That frustrates me. That makes me angry that people see it, but they don't care enough to say anything. And he says, I want to be an excellent leader. And the only way that I can ever be an excellent leader is to, to get feedback from people. So when I tell you I crave it and that I want it, I mean it. Now, on that conversation, then Mark and I were talking yesterday, and I just reminded him of, some, uh, him of something. I'm like, just remember, it's a superpower for you, and it's kind of unusual. Not everybody is that open to it. And so, uh, especially on a, on a relationship that you kind of know each other, but you don't really know each other, right? So yep. some people can get defensive around that. Well, but, for sure. But anyway, that's that's really awesome. But the think the, the piece here is to not miss is that that customer cared enough about shields to call back and, and say it or in your example with the chick-fil-a guy 
shows cared it. enough to say, you guys are awesome and yeah. it's different. And I want to recognize and appreciate that. That is way cool. Yeah. You know, there's the, the slogan, the customer is always right. And I think that's wrong. I, I, I was, I was really hoping you were going to say, I don't agree with that. Okay. What I agree with it though, is a customer with good intentions is always right. Like if, if they come in, hey, with, that's a pretty good, that's a pretty good Matt Fippism. That should tweet, right? <laughs> I should, I should, yeah, I should put Pat that, should I? <laughs> but, and I think that's, you know, and, and to be fair, not, if you have good intentions, you may not be able to really articulate what you want to say. So it comes out wrong, you know, because you're trying to explain to someone how they screwed up, but you say it in a way that I could look at it and go, you're like, what you're attacking right. me right now? Because, yeah. but they had, it came from a good spot. They just didn't know how to deliver the message. Okay. Right. Yep. The customer that doesn't have good intentions, it just wants to light you up. Yep. I'm going to listen. I appreciate your phone call. Thank you very much. Yeah. Cause those good intentions are trying to get something for free sure. or, you know, how can they just I want to take a shot, yeah. you know, and like the, yeah. the, they like being the tough guy on the end of the phone. Like those people will never walk up to you in your store and light you up and say, you guys suck because it's face to face. Right. They'll go home and write a letter. They'll go home and make a phone call when I would love them just to walk up and say, Hey, I was just in here and this sucked and you guys screwed up and I can, and I should, I've had that every once in a while, Yeah, but I can always overcome that and show appreciation and do that because they're taking the time. And I have more respect for you if you do that face to face with me than going home and writing a letter. Mm. Um, but if you have good intentions and you truly want us to be better and you are a customer for life, I'm, you're right. You are correct. I we screwed up today. We want to fix it. Thank you for, for saying something. That's a win. Mm -hmm. So yes, the customer is not always right unless they have good intentions. Then I, I truly believe that they're, they're in the, the game of trying to make us better. Yeah. Good point. But no, I think it was, it was one of those things where, man, I was jacked. Like it was, it was such a cool feeling to know that what we've worked on because we do screw up. We do. We're like, we are not perfect and we mess up. And, but when you get that phone call and those phone calls are few and far between, you, you, you just filled your bucket, you know, and you, I was ready to take on the, the world the rest of the day. And like, you know, I was ready for training and it was exciting because I was going to deliver this message and it, and, it, and that was fun. Um, but you know, my thought process started to think of like, how do I make it? So it's the, the other way, like 90% of this phone call is going to go good for me. Like when I get this call, I was in your store, my brain needs to go, here we go. This is going to be a good one. What do you, what, how do we do? I, I, I have to flip that message and I have to find ways to teach that in a way that it becomes part of our culture that we only get good phone calls. And when the 10% caller calls in and wants to light us up like we're okay with that but we're getting 90 percent of our, our customers are calling back saying you guys killed it you guys are awesome we shop in your store forever like we love 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 this store it goes back to training and the culture and yeah. everything that, that you're doing so that's the end goal you know that you've truly arrived when 90 percent of your customers that call back in are giving you praise you know that you have work to do when it's still 90% are questionable when they call in. So you mentioned training and that's where my brain started to go because that's what I do. Yep. And I'm, I'm sitting here thinking about your shiny new sweet training room yeah, and you awesome. leading a, um, a section in there where it's just basically 
encouraging this with your team. So not about shields necessarily, but get take them down the path of, all right, who has done a great job for you? Uh, where's a place that, that you like to go? Is it a brewery? Is it a restaurant? Um, where are you buying, you know, whatever your hobby is, maybe you're into photography or music or something like that. Mm -hmm. So what's the place that you love to go to? Have you ever considered picking up the phone and telling them I had an awesome experience. And when you do that, be specific about what that awesome experience was, because what you're training at that point is, is a couple of things. First of all, it's kind of like a, again, another pay it forward. Yeah. So you're, you're starting to like change a culture of an area a little bit by saying, Hey, you guys did a really awesome job. I just wanted you to know that I didn't expect that yada, yada, yada. But there's also the, um, the other aspect where you're, you're reinforcing their desire to be tops every day. And that's such a hard thing to teach. But maybe it's just flipping that perspective and saying, okay, if you were, you put yourself in the customer shoes now, mm -hmm. write it down and, and then ask them to do it. Come back a week later. All right. Tell me the story. What, when you made that call, what was the manager's demeanor on the phone? Cause you can hear it. Oh, the, for uh, sure. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. Let me know. You know, were they excited about it? Were they, were they shocked? Were they surprised? Were they thankful? Were they gracious around it? Uh, you know, what was the experience? Because what we're trying to do here is we're trying to do something different than everybody. Because one of the things that stuck out to me, Matt, that you guys, you, you were at a training recently and you said, we don't want to be number one. We want to be the favorite. And yep. that is how you become the favorite. For sure. Yeah. I mean, it's, 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 you know, positive reinforcement. Like, and it's something that I think we need to do a better job with, but everybody needs to do a better job with. When you see good, you got to reward good. You do. You know, and in this day and age and all the crap that we've endured over the last year plus now. Yes, yes, yes. We need we need more positive encouragement for sure. And, you know, if and when you develop a culture that is positive and you reward the people that do a great job, they continue to want to do a great job for you. And you get more phone calls saying, hey, I was just in your store over the weekend unbelievable job mm -hmm. and it's like yes we won again you know because you do need that you know <laughs> it's super easy to get knocked down in retail like there's you, i mean with our world right now and covid and everything that's happened like it's super easy to get knocked down but man you need those major wins and this was a major win for our store like i've never in all my years i've never had a customer invest this much in my crew because they want that great experience. So it's, it's pretty fun. So yes, yeah, so we're going to find a date where we can have some amazing Chick-fil-A sandwiches and you know, celebrate the win of, you know, last week and, or last weekend and go from there. But, uh, yeah, he's definitely, he's paying it for it. I can't wait to meet the guy. Like it's see what he's all about. So, uh, go in there. All right. Good, good podcast. Yeah. I'm Matt. I'm Jim. We'll see you next week. Well, we hope you enjoyed this episode of the 2120 Podcast. Hey, everyone, this is Jim, and Matt and I want to ask you for a favor. If you've gotten something out of these conversations, if you've been entertained, or maybe you've learned something valuable that will help you improve or your business improve, then the best way to pay us back is to like this podcast, give us a review, and let others know about it. And that will help fuel our fire to keep going and keep bringing you awesome content. We'll see you next time.